0: and welcome to this week's episode of Strictly Legal on WESN Content Capital. I am your host, Rondell Donohar, turning at law once again. I'm happy to bring the law and you. It's a bright Thursday morning in Trinidad, and today when we welcome everyone, including the Caribbean and the world. Um, of course, you can stream us on WESNCC as well as all social media, including our podcast, Strictly Legal with Rondell Donohar. Uh, so today's episode is a bit different. We are going to speak about a foundation that has been recently installed um, called the Surrender Foundation. And this has been founded by attorney-at-law Chantal Paul, operating from San Fernando of Chantal Paul & Associates. What is the Surrender Foundation? Um, she will tell you more about it, but before, I would want to introduce and read um, who is Ms. Chantal Paul, attorney-at-law. Uh, she is a lawyer of 9 years standing, and her principal practice um, is Chantal Paul & Associates. From 2013 to now, Ms. Paul has measured in the field of criminal law, which would have inspired her most recent endeavour as the founder of the Surrender Foundation, uh, which was founded, as I said, this year, 2022, as a non-profit organisation geared towards reducing crime in Trinidad and Tobago. Apart from law, Chantal is also certified in mediation and negotiation skills training and has also completed her reading in an MSc in Strategy Leadership, and management wherein she is currently in the process of composing a thesis on the topic women entering the field of criminal law Chantal is also the managing director of her own real estate and construction company uh, she's also well known in her community of marabella east for extensive charitable work via uh, via quarterly hamper drives, the provisions of non-pro uh, bono legal services and the hosting of events Um, geared towards the community enhancement. And at 31 years of age, she has proven to be ambassador for positive change in her country and the community, and believes her only purpose in life is to serve the people and God. Well, God first, of course. And Chantel is my colleague. Uh, We have practiced together, and I'm very happy uh, to have her here in studio. Uh, Good day, Chantel.
1: Good morning, Rondelle. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure.
0: And thank you for (laughs) Agreeing to come. I know it has been a long time, but I'm happy that you are here Um, And of course as we said today we are going to speak about the Surrender Foundation So so tell your audience. What is the Surrender Foundation?
1: The the Surrender Foundation is a recently registered non-profit organization Geared toward reducing serious crime in Trinidad and Tobago
0: And of course um, you being an attorney at law Um, mainly specializing in criminal practice. Tell us, why is it that you felt the need to to start this foundation, basically?
1: Well, having been involved heavily in a criminal law practice for the past nine years, uh, I would have gotten the opportunity to relate to persons in the criminal justice system. And I would have also gotten... uh, the opportunity to build relationships with a lot of my clients who are currently in the criminal justice system. And that one-on-one has allowed me to understand the criminal mind and some of the reasons why persons get involved in crime. And having understood why persons get involved in crime, I am of the belief that solving crime, although it may be difficult, it is not impossible.
0: And of course, as you said, difficult, but it's not impossible. Now tell us, the Surrender Foundation, I know you said it's a crime prevention um, NGO, but tell us what, tell us how do you expect, or, I mean, I know there's a lot of different NGOs that are about, um, so tell us what, what will make you different and how do you expect to achieve your goals um, in this endeavor?
1: Well, Rondell, the Surrender Foundation plans to take a multidisciplinary approach to solving crime in Trinidad and Tobago. A lot of the measures we see implemented um, by other um, areas uh, in society, they tend to suppress crime. So what we see them doing is basically trying to cure cancer with a Band-Aid, and the cancer is just spreading. We at the Surrender Foundation, we plan to uh, deal with crime from the root come up, as opposed to curing the symptoms of crime.
0: And what sort of mechanisms that you have in place to ensure that whatever your goals are achieved?
1: Well, what we plan to do is identify high risk schools, high risk um, villages, etc., and um, get into those communities, get into those schools, and start programs and seminars based on self awareness. Um, Based on crime prevention, you know, um, because studies have shown that most persons who have been involved in serious crimes involving firearms, for example, have come into contact with their first firearm before the age of 17 years. And that is why it is so important to target the youth. So we at the Surrender Foundation plan to go into these um, schools and high-risk areas and deal with the youth to try, them from, to try to prevent them from coming into the criminal justice system as opposed to waiting until they are in the system and then um, trying to, to get them out. Now, that is the main goal of the foundation. But, of course, we also intend to deal with persons who are currently on remand and convicted and are trying to reintegrate themselves back into society.
0: And, and that is my next um, area in terms of speaking on, on restorative justice. Um, of course, that concept is widely known and used in different jurisprudence. Um, how do you, what do you think about that particular type of justice system or restoring that um, uh, offender back into society? Um, what are your thoughts as, as to the present system that is in place?
1: Well, over the years in Trinidad and Tobago, we have seen a shift from more punitive and penal um, measures to restorative measures. The um, prison has done a lot of reform. They have implemented um, programs whereby persons can further their studies. I saw recently that they have an annual art gallery, etc. cetera, um, the court system, the judiciary, have also done a lot um, by the introduction of the family and children's courts, etc., to try to take the workload off of the um, system, right? So that criminal matters can move more freely through the court. But these um, these initiatives, um, in my opinion, it is not enough. More needs to be done because Trinidad and Tobago has a very high incarceration level but it is not uh, correlated to the decrease in crime. We are seeing a high incarceration level, but yet no decrease in crime. So clearly, something is not working or more needs to be done. Restorative justice is an approach to justice whereby um, persons are held accountable for their actions, but at the same time, um, we try to give just sentences we try to um, enhance them whilst in custody, not to expose them to inhumane conditions, and then to assist them when they come out of um, custody. So, uh, so as to um, try to reduce repeat offending or recidivism as it is commonly known. You know, so um, we at the Surrender Foundation. We plan to assist in restorative justice um, by, Getting in touch with all the stakeholders, the judiciary, the prison, you know, to work together as part of a, a, a whole puzzle, you know, to try to um, cease uh, repeat offending.
0: Now, of course, the, it, it, it sounds well in, in theory, but in terms of in practice, of course, there's resources that is are that is, uh, needed. Um, now, in terms of personnel, what, what, what are your strategy um, in terms of using um, Uh, let's say personnel, who are are qualified um, to to really bring across that change that your foundation so desires?
1: Well, as I said, we are um, going to reach out to all the major stakeholders involved. Um, The other directors on the Surrender Foundation, Miss Julie Gayadine, she hails from ARIMA, she is a researcher and has done extensive research in this area of um, of, of, of the criminal justice system, and also Mr. Adam Lakai, who is an ex-convict uh, having served over a decade in prison for a capital offence. You know, so so that is the that is our base, and we are currently seeking volunteers to come on board with us to assist us in this endeavour. I have spoken to uh, numerous of my criminal law colleagues who have. Uh, pledge to render the assistance for this cause.
0: Of course, you know there, there are other um, type, parallel type organizations like your Visional Mission, etc. Yes, of course. Um, what, what is your um, What is your strategy to involve or to partner with other NGOs? Because at the end of the day, everyone wants to achieve the same goal. Yes. Um, is there any Is there any vision to partner with such NGOs to, to reach a wider um, audience or a wider community?
1: Yes, of course. We intend to partner with NPOs and NGOs locally as well as abroad, um, not only in seeking funding, but also um, in teaming up for the greater good. Also, because we are so recent, we we won't um, know everything, you know, so we look forward not only to assistance um, in terms of financially, but also guidance on on how uh, we can go about achieving what we want to achieve.
0: And, um, you know, this is a, a cliché question. Of course, persons may think, well, you are a criminal attorney. You are defending criminals. Um, then, on the flip side, you, uh, you have established a crime prevention uh, NGO to deal with, 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 crimin- with offenders. Now, explain um, to the public why is it that you feel the need or why is it that you are defending um, criminals, but yet, well, I'm not saying criminals in that open sense, but persons who are charged with, with, with crime. Are now trying to to prevent them from furthering crime?
1: Well, firstly, uh, Rondell, I am a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago. I live here. I have a son. And I would like all um, citizens to feel safe. You know, um, I have spoken to a lot of my clients, and I can tell you off the bat, they... um, They want to come out of the system. They do not want to repeat, you know? And I think that they need help. You see, when we're talking about solving crime, we need to tackle crime from from a more socioeconomic, cultural, and individualistic approach, you know? And um, that is what we at the Surrender Foundation plan to do. Um, So I do not see it as being a hamper to my law practice in, in any event because I practice many other types of law, you know? But I really want to help these individuals because at the end of the day, crime is everybody's business. I really want to give them the assistance that they need. I want them to know that there's hope, you know? And I want to provide a net that can catch them before they real or enter into the system.
0: And, and, and of course, there's a concept of what you call nature versus nurture. And sometimes, I mean, as, as you would know and, and being experienced, that some persons did not um, voluntarily decide to enter into the system. I mean, I know um, you would have been instrumental as well um, with respect to, to one of my programs, my series, Crime and Punishment in Toronto, where I would have um, interviewed an ex convict. And if, um, I mean, if you permit me, I know that was one of your clients. Right. And if you look at his story, his story was a very interesting story whereby he, um, you know, he was forced to lose certain things, right? And of course, it's not a matter of any time you did not know or, or you weren't aware. And because of the, the, the nature of the environment that you have been involved in, and because getting into the system, you are now aware as to, okay, what is right and what is
1: wrong. And, and that is why I would have stated that we need to tackle crime from a socioeconomic and cultural sense. Because what we are the Surrender Foundation plan to do is go into these communities and deal with persons such as single mothers. Because of a lot of persons who are incarcerated come from single-parent homes, you know? Um, so we want to deal with the societal issues, with the economic issues, you know, assisting persons in gaining employment, assisting with children who may be unsupervised, You know, and I think that if once that approach is adopted, we could seriously then say that we are preventing crime as opposed to um, fighting crime. We don't want to fight crime. We want to prevent crime. And I think that that should be the goal of the country. I was reading an article recently where Dr. Sipasad of the University of the West Indies, um, based on statistics provided on the TTPS website, would have concluded that... It is possible that by the year 2030, we could be looking at around 780 murders per year. So if something is not done right away, I mean, there's no telling where we could end up in Trinidad and Tobago.
0: And and, and that is is very telling because you start with, I mean, it starts with the youth. Um, You have crime in school. You have a lot of, I mean, you you have prevailing um, crime, um, criminal activities in the school, not only a matter of... um, I mean, you have knife crime, then you have illegal drugs, um, and and it it, it boils down to the question as to whether or not we as adults are really nurturing our children, right, Uh, to the best of our ability to, to prevent themselves from reaching to
1: this point. And that is where the individualism comes in, because at the end of the day, it comes down to a choice. It comes down to morals and values you know because we could have two persons from the same area with the same economic background um, exposed to the same criminal elements in their, in their environment, and one person may turn out to be a contributing member of society and the other person might, turn, might end up doing crime. You know, so it comes down to, that's where the nurturing comes in, where we need to ensure that there's no longer a breakdown of morals and values in society because it comes down to choice. So, so that individualistic approach is very important. A lot of times we ask ourselves, What is the commission of police doing about crime? What is the government doing about crime? But we don't ever stop to ask what we as individuals can do to prevent crime.
0: And and, and of course, it it boils down to it. um, I mean, long ago, in our parents' days, or even when we were younger, it takes a village, as we said, to raise a child or a society to raise an individual. Um, But now we are seeing where people are becoming so desensitized that literally, if you're seeing someone's committing a, um, a criminal offense, You just pass by, or you video record, upload it, and hope for the best. Um, And of course, we we also have to look at the fact that witnesses are afraid to come forward because of the fact of reprisal.
1: Well, I I was just about to to get into that. You see, um, a lot of persons sometimes turn a blind eye to crime because we are a society that has begun to live in fear. And that is where we need to look at um, reform in witness protection programs. You know, we need to look at rooting out corruption from the top as well, because you know, the subjects is a replica of the king sometimes, you know? So all these approaches must be taken simultaneously in order for us to really and truly tackle crime in this country.
0: Now, now let's touch, and you touch on a major, a major aspect of witness protection. Um, I mean, we have a witness protection unit, um, but is it, is it enough to just have a witness protection unit and, and just put them in a safe house? Uh, because a lot of times we've seen where uh, persons who are placed in safe house, somehow some, um, somehow someone is tipped off and they know where they are and they commit the, uh, and they commit the crime or they wipe out that entire witness um, totally. In,
1: in, in, indeed so. We have had instances of that happening and... Um the there the, the needs reform in witness protection programs because what I understand is that a lot of persons who are in the witness protection program sometimes feel imprisoned themselves. You know, and so, and that is what causes them to leave where they are to, you know, venture out a little bit. So so reform is is, is dearly needed in that area.
0: And, and and what about the, um, the the psychological aspect of the fun- um, in, in, approach of your foundation in terms of using social workers and using psychologists to actually assist, um, whether it is through whether um, it is a, 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 a assisting victims, right as well? Because I know it's about it's, it's it's twofold. You have preventative measures, you have restorative measures. But what about what about assisting victims of crime?
1: Of course, um, assisting victims of crime is actually part of restorative justice, if we look at the definition of restorative justice. So we also aim to reach out to the victims of crime and even where possible, let the offender make some sort of reparation to them if they are willing. You know, um, so reaching out to victims um, is definitely part of the agenda as well. And on the on your question of, of um, mental health, you know, studies have shown that the conditions of the prisons system in Trinidad and Tobago is inhumane, and after someone goes through those inhumane conditions, then to be just thrown back into society, it is not the best thing. I am of the belief that you know um, psychologists, psychiatrists, etc., you know needs to come on board to assist us in reintegrating these persons into society.
0: And, and, and we have another aspect of, okay, you're reintegrating the person to society, but when it comes to um, getting employment, that's another, um, another stumbling block. Because of course, mm-hmm. you, you have certain um, employers require certificates certificate of character. Yes. And if you're seeing a, a, a conviction, obviously, on your, on your character certificate, then it prevents that person, um, even though they are restored from obtaining the, the job.
1: And that is why we need to educate persons and let them know that crime is everybody's business. We at the Surrender Foundation do intend to get the private sector involved as well, to assist us in getting employment for persons because we don't want to just give a man a fish. We want to teach a man to fish, you know? So we also intend to go a lot into agriculture. You know, if perhaps we could get some of them into agriculture and, you know, they could sell, they produce, they could be sustainable, you know. Um, we intend also to do a lot of sports and cultural activities with these persons as well.
0: And, um, I mean, just to the benefit of the, of the listening uh, and viewing public, uh, do you have a contact information? Maybe we can put it up on the screen um, if, if, if we can.
1: Yes, well... Um as I said, because uh, the NPO is so recent, yes. we are still in the process of setting up the bank account. However, cash donations are welcomed. And what about, um, what about the uh, contact information? Um, yes, region? the phone number is 488-6445.
0: Yes.
1: And we implore persons who are willing to render their services, who are willing, willing to volunteer, um, who may need assistance from us to please reach out to us. And that's 488-6445? Correct. Yeah,
0: 488-6445. And, um, and just um, tell us where you are located.
1: Our main office is located at second floor, corner of Keaton Harris Street in San Fernando.
0: And do and we have an email address of persons want to, to, uh, to get in touch with, with, with the organisation?
1: Um, Surrenderfoundation at outlook.com.
0: Surrender Foundation at Outlook.com. I'm not sure if I mean I know we have a bit of time again. Maybe we can put that up um, intermittently. Surrender Foundation at Outlook.com as well. 6485. 488. Sorry, sorry. 488. 6445. 6445. Right. So so where 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 do we go from here? Um, when do you think that um, uh, things will keep go um, keep well start running um, in terms of outreach Programs, community programs, etc.
1: Well, give or take, um, I would say by December um, we should take off with a bang. We have not yet officially um, launched, um, but I would say by December.
0: By December, and um, and at the end of the day, we understand the purpose of the purpose of this foundation is to uh, prevent crime um, and so. also to educate. Now, in terms of uh, volunteers. Um, is it that um, you are willing to accept volunteers um, to assist um, in your in your initiatives?
1: Of course, um, but there will also be um, a selection process for volunteers as well. Indeed. So, yes.
0: And um, so, I mean, so so so, tell us um, in terms of um, managing your. Practice because I know you. You don't only do criminal; you do family law, you do other areas of law. Um, in terms of merging mar- your practice, I mean your experience to the foundation. Um, do you think that you will be able to, 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 to balance the both? Uh,
1: most definitely. Um, I have hired some junior staff who um will be holding down my practice, uh, my law practice, for a while. Um, so that I can really get time to focus all my efforts into this um, NPO, as I said, which will not only assist me, but it's really to assist Trinidad and Tobago yeah. as a whole.
0: And, and when we look at um, community policing, I know there's a lot of community policing, there's a lot of police youth clubs that will have been established. I know um, in South, in itself, I mean, yes. when I was um, in, in public life at that time, um, there was the Toruba Police Youth Club. Yes. Um, I know there's a Maribola, um Police Youth Club um, in, in your community. Correct. Um, Now, are are we also looking at targeting those youth clubs as well?
1: Of course. Um, I mean, bringing the TTPS on board um, is uh, very important. And as I would have indicated earlier, we are geared towards targeting the youth. That is our goal. So we would definitely be reaching out to the different police youth groups, etc. throughout the country.
0: I and mean, when we say youth, I know you said schools, but then um, is it that we are going to look at schools in high-risk areas or we're also looking at prestigious schools? Because, I mean, um, we understand also in prestigious schools there are issues.
1: Of course. Um, we would be looking at all schools. Um, we would also we would be tar- targeting white-collar crime as well. You know? Um, so all schools, not just schools in um, high-risk areas and schools that are prone to a high level of indiscipline.
0: Indeed. Um, and Chantal, I, 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 I know we are, we are coming to the conclusion. Um, so any closing statements that you want to give in terms of, in terms of yourself and also um, what, what you intend to achieve?
1: Well, Mr. Donawa, as I said, um, the goal is to reduce crime in Trinidad and Tobago. I will soon be reaching out to all the stakeholders involved and even though we have not yet officially taken off, um, as I would have said earlier, I implore persons who are in the criminal justice system to reach out to us. We are here to help you. I would like them to know that this is a foundation that does not judge, you know, and, you know, I came up with the name, Rondell, because I told myself, you know, to surrender means to, to give up or to give in. And we would like persons to give up their life of crime and give into a new way of life. We would like them to know that there is hope. So we implore all persons in the criminal justice system to reach out to us, and we would also definitely be reaching out to them in the near future. Yes,
0: and the surrender foundation at outlook.com. Um, you're located second floor corner Keita and Harris Street, San Fernando, and the number to contact is 488.
1: 6445
0: Six, 445 Shanta thank you so much for for coming on the set um
1: It was my pleasure thanks for having pleasure. me Yes
0: <laughs> indeed indeed thank you a lot so do have a great day Uh, Guys, it is a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Of course, the Surrender Foundation is coming to a place near you. We are about positivity in Toronto, Bago because we know how things are. Um, And before I leave, I will leave you with a quote. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. Uh, Do have a great day. God bless. And don't forget, Strictly Legal with Rondell Donawa on WESN, Content Capital. Have a good day. you uh-huh.